Welcome to Thursday. It's Mike Opelka on the Pure Opelka podcast. Thanks for sharing the podcast with your friends. They can get it at pureopelka.com or on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, you know, just about all the usual places you can go and get the podcast. We try and get to the news of the day as well as some of the other crazy stuff I see and our regular crew of guests like today because it's Thursday and tomorrow is the uh, four-minute Friday video from Lauren Fix, the car coach. We're going to get Lauren in here. She was on Fox and Friends this morning with a pretty cool segment. We'll talk about that too. And uh, I do like to look back on this day back in the day uh, at history and see what happened on this day and maybe we could learn from it. It was this, uh, this day in 1801, the House had to break the electoral college tie and choose the president. And they chose Jefferson over Aaron Burr, kind of a crazy time. And people go, well, why do we even have the electoral college? Uh, thank God we have the electoral college or the states that have very few people would be absolutely run over by those states with a lot of people. So don't even get me started on this. On this date in 1938, the first color television was demonstrated in London. In 1938, I'm trying to remember when we got our first color TV at home. I think it was in the early 70s, and I think my father built it from something called Heathkit. Yeah, we couldn't afford those big fancy color TVs, so he built us one. On this date in 1955, Great Britain announced... Hey, we're in the nuclear club. We're in the hydrogen bomb club, so don't mess with us. I always think that's a good deterrent when reasonable nations have strong military. I'm not so fond of Iran getting nuclear weapons, but we'll talk about that another day. On this day, 1963, Nikita Khrushchev, the leader of the Soviet Union at the time, visited the Berlin Wall. And I'm glad the Berlin Wall is down. If you've heard any of my discussions of the Berlin Wall, I was a little kid when it was being built and my mother explained it and explained communism to us by using the Berlin Wall and telling us what what would happen, for example, if Chicago had a wall between the free side and the communist side. Well, we're almost getting to that in some of these liberal-run cities. I'm, I'm saying we have to keep an eye out for that. In 1972, the Volkswagen Beetle, the bug, passed the Model T in total number of car sales. It was something in the 15 million area that the Beetle had finally sold that nudged past the Model T and Ford. And I think uh, then Japanese cars have taken over. I think Toyota now leads the automotive or Honda for a while. But it's always pickup trucks, pickup trucks that are the big seller. I need a pickup truck, I think. I think. And here's one of the weirdest things from this day in history. In 2002, Germany mandated that pig farmers must spend 20 seconds per day minimum with each pig. And they even broke it down further. You had to spend 10 seconds with the pig in the morning and 10 seconds with the pig in the evening. Every single day. I wonder if that's still in place. We'll have to look that up. 
Uh, one of the big stories of the day, of course, is the situation between Russia and Ukraine, which I still believe is not going to result in war. However, yesterday the United States said, remember Russia was telling us they were moving troops away from the Ukrainian border? Well, it looks like they were moving more, like 7,000 more. So we're thinking that maybe this isn't de-escalating. And as the president was leaving the White House today, he's, he's headed to Ohio to pitch his Build Back Better spending, which we don't need. Uh, but as he was leaving, he was asked about it and asked about whether or not Putin's getting ready to invade Ukraine. And uh, he had a couple of things to say. Yes, my sense this will happen in the next several days. Look at this thing. Is there any diplomatic path still available? Yes, there is. There's a clear diplomatic path. That's why I asked Senator, uh, Senator, Secretary Blinken to go to the United Nations and make his statement today. He'll lay out what that path is. I've laid out a path to Putin as well uh, on, I think, Sunday. So there is a path. There is a way through this. Are you going to call Putin? I'm not calling Putin. I have no plans to call Putin right now. No plans to call him. After all, the last phone call didn't seem to do much. No, it didn't. Very worried about this. Very, very worried. But I do believe in the end, all the parties want something, and I think they're going to get it. I think Putin's going to get concessions on Ukraine. I think Biden thinks he's going to get a lift in his polling numbers, even though the new poll numbers show that he stinks on ice, especially when it comes to the economy. Nobody has confidence, pretty much nobody, like 39 percent approve of how he's handling the economy. Have you looked at what you're paying for gas and groceries and energy? Yeah, it's crazy. It really is crazy. So I think he's looking for a big international win. But I also think he made a mistake by sending Kamala Harris over to Germany to meet with the Ukrainian president. Uh, not exactly confidence instilling move. She's not somebody I consider to be a leader, anyone who has any kind of strength. But we'll see what happens. Just keep keep praying for America. It's always a good thing. Uh, the Canadian trucker thing had a really wild day yesterday. We had the situation in the Canadian Parliament, which was uh, absolutely bizarre. Never seen anything quite like it. You had a Canadian member of Parliament who, who stood up and uh, accused the Prime Minister of saying some awful things. And then he stood up and said awful things. <laughs> Melissa Lantzman is a, um, a Jewish woman. Also happens to be a lesbian who's married. I don't know why that matters. I don't know why anybody cares. But she's Jewish. And she stood up in the parliament. She's a conservative to challenge the prime minister. If Canadians are to trust their government, their government needs to trust Canadians. Those are the words of the prime minister in 2015. These people, very often misogynistic, racist, women haters, science deniers, the fringe. Same prime minister six years later as he fans the flames of an unjustified national emergency. So the member of parliament stands up and uses his, his own words against Trudeau talks about how reasonably sounded and then quotes the things he said. 
Well, Trudeau, who now will be called Trudeau going forward, uh, he didn't like it too much and he fired right back. Conservative Party members can stand with people who wave swastikas. They can stand with people who wave uh, the Confederate flag. We will choose to stand with Canadians who deserve to be able to get to their jobs, who be able to get their lives back. So he played the Nazi card and the swastika card, even though I think there are three photos showing a swastika or a Nazi flag, and, and they were all from the same person. It's not a far, far, far right Nazi rally. This isn't anything close to that. So um, Lanceman stands up again and calls out the prime minister. I am a strong Jewish woman and a member of this house and a descendant of Holocaust survivors. I've never been made to feel less, except for today when the prime minister accused me of standing with swastikas. I think he owes me an apology. Yeah, I think so, too. She asked for an apology. She continued, and the uh, the chamber responded with a standing ovation for the member of parliament. I think he owes me an apology. I'd like an apology, and I think he owes an apology to all members of this house. Yeah, she got a good response. And um, last night she appeared with Laura Ingram on Fox, the member of parliament, and she was telling the story that she asked for an apology, didn't get it. He wouldn't even talk to her, turned and walked away. But she also brought up a really important point. When you associate someone, when you say someone stands with those who would wave swastikas, you ignite a whole violent group of people and you put this woman in danger. I think that words matter. And if you looked at my inbox in my office and you saw what my, what my staff was uh, looking at, when you accuse somebody of standing with a swastika, you get, you get an influx of people calling you a Nazi, and that's not okay. And he is driving that. He's been driving division in this country uh, throughout this, uh, uh, throughout the, um, uh, was since the protest started, since before the protest started, for his political get, uh, uh, gain. And I think his leadership is in trouble, the country's in trouble, and he's lost control of the situation. Yeah, and it would be pretty simple for Trudeau to call in the leadership of the protest and say, hey, guys, we're now seeing that the infection rates are dropping, so we're going to stop the mandates for vaccines and vaccine passports, and let's end this. But no, he's dug in. He's going to make a point. And as a matter of fact, yesterday there was a hacking of one of the groups that's uh, collecting money and helping to fund the truckers, the Give, Send, Go company, had their, their computers hacked and Somebody was distributing the names of the donors, names, addresses, phone numbers, and those people and their businesses have now come under attack. This is really dastardly and dangerous beyond anyone's comprehension. And the Washington Post isn't calling it out. Uh, Ilhan Omar and Ted Cruz both found this bad. When you get Ilhan Omar and Ted Cruz agreeing on anything, then you know that's a true bipartisan situation. Amazing. Amazing. While we're uh, talking about crowdfunding and things, uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter people, they, um, they have a bail fund, and that bail fund has been used to bail out the suspect 
in the attempted assassination of the guy who was running for mayor in in Louisville, Kentucky. The gentleman happens to be a Democrat, but the uh, Black Lives Matter activist and anti-gun activist didn't like him and wanted him dead and actually fired, I think, four times in the office and missed the guy. But uh, Black Lives Matter used a bail fund to bail him out. And I think Amazon and their uh, their fundraising group, they have a thing called Amazon Smile, where if you identify a certain charity, like I had identify the Delaware Children's Theater, that's one of my favorite nonprofits. Uh, if you identify a certain charity, they give a percentage, a tiny percentage of every purchase you make to that charity. And Black Lives Matter was on Amazon Smile. And they went, uh, okay, we're, we're going to stop this. Uh, we can't support this anymore. Good. Good, Amazon. You finally woke up. It's a scam. It's an anti-American scam, Black Lives Matter. I know some people are going to be mad about that, but that's the reality. The uh, new mayor of New York, Eric Adams, who sounds a lot more like Lori Lightfoot out of Chicago, is saying that uh, he, he doesn't want, the mayor doesn't want uh, to answer some of the questions of the press because he's saying that they are racist. The media in New York is not racially balanced enough for him. So he, he wants them to fix their newsrooms first before he'll talk to them. Harris Faulkner of Fox News, who happens to be a black woman, who happens to be a brilliant journalist. If you haven't watched her show on Fox, you should. She has reached out and asked to interview him more than once, and he has rebuffed her. So how about it, Mayor Adams? How about you sit down at Fox News with the brilliant Harris Faulkner? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, a lot to get to. There's uh, so much more to cover. Uh, there's a, um, a story out of Florida that is really kind of bizarro. I don't even know if I'll have time to get to it today because I've got Lauren Fix's on hold. Lauren Fix, the car coach, hanging out with us today. Going to give us a look at uh, the uh, car coach reports for the week. So let's get Lauren Fix in here. She's back, and I'm very excited she's back because I'm also going to give Lauren Fix, the car coach, some very good news. Well, it's good news for me. I don't know if it's good news for her, but it's very good news for me. But Lauren Fix, the car coach, our automotive expert, the woman you see on Fox all the time. You see her on the Weather Channel. She's everywhere that you would expect to get great information about cars and uh, information that normal people can understand. Lauren, welcome back. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, lots of things going on in this crazy world. <laughs> yeah, there are. And like I said, exciting news for me. I, I don't know if it's good for you. But the New York International Auto Show is happening again in person, and I got my media credentials sent to me, so I'll be seeing you. Awesome! I look forward to it. Yeah, I'll <laughs> probably be there for the whole week uh, as I transition myself completely out of New York City, slowly trying to get away while I can. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I endorse that wholeheartedly. And, uh, you know, you can always go back and visit, because once you've been a New Yorker, once you've lived and operated in New York, you know where the bodies are buried, you know how to get around, you know where to yep. find a deal, and you can always go back. But to That's try and true. deal with what's going on there is is just difficult. Now, I have one more other bit of news for you 
that I think yeah. is going to be disconcerting to so okay. many. Have you seen the story about the cargo ship adrift without a crew on fire in the Atlantic off the coast of Portugal? No, that one, you, that I usually am pretty good on catching on those things, but what in the world happened? Well, we don't know what caused the fire yet, but the saddest news here is that it is full of Porsches and Volkswagens. No. Yeah. Let me tell you, Volkswagens, you can, they're a dime a dozen, but the Porsches, now remember, their number one selling car is the Cayenne, which I actually have one of, but... Uh, if it's a 911, like a GT3, the ones you can't get, dealers are charging $100,000 over sticker. That's how hard they are to get. I mean, I tried to get one. I said, never mind. I'm not going to pay over sticker. So I thought, well, forget it. I'll just wait. So I bought a 2019 instead. But the question is, how many people ordered cars that are never going to get them? Well, the, the weird part of the story is when you order one of these cars, and you pay all this money in advance for it, they give you like a tracking thing. So you can right. actually follow it from the factory to the ship across the ocean. And there are people who are posting the um, the tracking of their ship with their car only to find out that this, uh, this story of the ship, the Felicity, the Felicity Ace, which is carrying as it's listed, quote, certain Porsche vehicles, uh, they it's it's not going to be good. It's I, I oh, could just tell you it's that's terrible. Not, now they've I, gotten I'm actually just finding the article now as we're talking. Uh, you're making me cry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will I will we will get back to your news and your story. But uh, No, that's crazy. Yeah, it's very and, Oh my God. And there's nobody on that's a huge ship and there's no one on board. Well, when the ship caught fire, they put out a distress signal and the, the navy from Portugal responded and they evacuated all the people from the ship. So everybody's off the ship and safe. But the cargo, the very precious cargo, is not doing so well. I know it's heartbreaking. Wow. That is, that is absolutely crazy. I'm going to send this to a friend of mine who's going to cry because he ordered a 911 and he paid over sticker. He's got a little bit more cash than I do. That's crazy. Yeah. That's wild, absolutely crazy. wild, wild story. Well, Lauren, uh, this morning you were on Fox and Friends and uh, you were talking about uh, used car prices. So uh, I, for the people that missed it, I of course have it on my DVR, but for the people who missed it, what did, uh, what did you share with us? Well, we're talking about the price of cars. And a lot of people say, well, I, I can't get a new car, not because the ship is on fire. But in general, there's a chip shortage. So you make what you can, you ship what you can, as long as it doesn't get burned up. And so what ends up happening is people go, well, you know what? I, I think I'm going to go with a used car. And then you look at the prices and they're over 40% higher. That is absurd. And that's one of the things I think that people don't realize is they start thinking about, oh, well, I'll just pick up a used car. Good luck. First thing is trying to find one. And the second thing is when the prices are higher, you start realizing that if you had bought a car, let's say three years ago, it's worth more now. Cars depreciate. They don't appreciate. I mean, and it was like houses are different. You buy a house, you know, you do a little work to it. You sell it for a higher amount. Cars, you don't. And that's what's really mind blowing about the whole thing is that this is one of those rare times in history that this is this happens and i always tell people be very careful because if you buy that car let's say you buy a new car you don't realize that three years down the road 
you may have paid to the point that the depreciation will really hurt you. So you have to be very careful on these type of things. And also I do talk about uh, one of the things that actually happened to my son. Uh, you would think, you know, he, he edits all my videos. So you think he would be like on top of listening to my buyer beware stories. He got caught in a scam and that's how good they're getting is they catch you off guard. So if you think you found a used car, it's in another city. You're thinking, Oh, this is great. I just order the car, get the car. Everything should be fine. The one thing you come into is they say, well, send the money to this escrow company like you would for a house, right? You put your money in escrow. I got the title. I'll send the title of the escrow company. We'll send you the car. And then, you know, once the money's changed hands, all's good. It sounds, sounds like a good story, except the escrow company is the scam artist. They take the money and they run. Oh, that's, that hurts. That's oh, it hurt him. It hurt him bad. It wasn't It wasn't crazy money, but it was around $20,000, and that's gone forever. And I'm I sorry. Him, gone I'm, forever. I'm sorry. $20,000 is crazy money. I get upset. Well, it's not $100,000. I know. $20,000 could make a difference in a lot of people's oh, yeah. lives. So, yeah, be careful, people. True. Now, this is a, this is a weird thing. It's, uh, you know, when... When the used car market spikes like this, a lot of people are trying to figure out how to time it. But the the reality here is something I think you've said in the past, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if you need a car, you have to buy a car. And you can't play the game of trying to time the market. That's never a good idea in stocks, and it's not a good idea in things you need as a necessity. Yeah. So just understand Absolutely. the so cost is there. Careful. Yeah. Be careful. Be careful. Because I think the thing is, you, you think, well, I'll buy some. Now, here's the other scam that I'm hearing. This is really interesting. Your lease is due. Okay. So, usually, you have a choice of buying the lease out or, you know, trading it in and getting something else, which is what the dealer wants because they're short used cars. So, if they're short used cars or certified pre-owned cars that were on a lease that are done with the lease, I've heard of dealers, no, none will be named, uh, protecting the guilty, um, that you, they'll say to you, oh, you... Mike, you can't you can't trade in your car. We have to buy the car from you. Or there's an additional fee on your lease to turn it in. All of that is total BS. So if you run into a time where you're like, I think I'm going to keep this car for another couple of years until we, this chip thing gets sorted out, which is very smart. But then when you go to the dealer to buy out the lease, and I actually had to go with my father-in-law because he's older and he didn't know these little games. They try to charge you additional fees. No, no. When you signed that lease agreement, you agreed to a payout amount. That is the payout amount with no additional fees. Exactly what the contract says. That's a legit contract. That's why it's as long as your arm. So keep that in mind. And if some dealer tells you, oh, you can't buy the lease out, you have to sell it to us, another lie. That is not true. Anytime you have a lease, it is your option to buy it out. The dealer has no say in that whatsoever. It's between you and whoever you lease the car from. You know, if there's a lawyer listening, and there may be one or one or a million, uh, that you might be able to find a new area of lease consulting to people who have leases to protect them from nefarious dealers who want to try and scam you. But the four the four edges of the contract are really all that applies. And if you sign the contract, whether it's two years or seven years ago, they are legitimate contracts and they can't be altered without your permission. Very good. Lauren, uh, I know you got a lot of stuff going on. You also have a four minute Friday video coming out tomorrow. What's on the four minute Friday this week? Well, we're going to talk about the real cost of electric cars versus gasoline vehicles. Oh, 
Oh. I know you're thinking it makes sense, but I'm no. going to shock you. I'm going to cover some areas that people don't think about. Well, well, this is really important because of all the car company commercials in last week's Super Bowl, it was all about pushing electric vehicles. You saw all the GM uh-huh. commercials. You saw the new the Polestar commercial. You saw the Kia commercials. There were so many electric car commercials, and people need to understand that just because you're not buying gas, you you do have other costs involved in the car. So you're breaking it all down here? I do. And I will give you a quick hint on electricity costs. They've gone up dramatically, especially in the New York State uh, area, closer to the city. So I have an apartment in the city, haven't been there in a year. Usually I get a bill for about $90 combined, right? Nope. Now $148. So I contacted Con Ed and said, hey, I'm not even there. Nothing has changed. Nobody is there. Lights are not on. Nothing is on. They said, yep, that's our new base rate. So because they're shutting down nuclear power plants, and this is happening in California, it's happening in other areas of the country, what they're doing is they're on the backside jacking up the price of electricity because they say the demand is higher. Sure it is. And now they say, well, wind and solar. Well, it's happening in California. They're now chart. They're taking away all the incentives for solar. Where you're thinking you're going to get charging for free? Nothing in life is free. Now you might get. I'm driving an ID4 all-wheel drive this week. I'll be reviewing. Um, but again, you get three years free with that. But then after that, it's on you. So maybe a three-year lease if you can get one. Uh, I have a friend waiting on one. He's been waiting for almost a year. At that point, you start looking at Mach-E's and other products that are out there. Well, I'm a, a Mach-E future consumer. I placed my order a month ago and still don't have an idea as to when it will arrive. But uh, mm. that's a, this is a very, very interesting thing that everybody who's looking at electric vehicle, I did not buy it to save money. I just want to put that That's out good, there. good, because you're not. No, I'm not. In- <laughs> insurance costs are higher. There are other related costs. And if you will follow Lauren and go to the YouTube channel, Car Coach Reports, you can watch the four-minute Friday and Lauren breaks it down for you. I'm I'm very interested to hear the, um, the uh, review of the ID4, because I drove the Volkswagen electric uh, SUV and uh, I'm dying to hear your impression. So next time we talk, let's dive into that. Okay. I have driven the regular ID for this is the four wheel drive pro S. Oh, okay. So this is, this is going to be the one that's the next step up with the extra motor and all that. And this is the one that people have been waiting on. The regular ID four uh, is, is a fine electric car, except for it has some weird, like you have to go many levels into the center screen to get to what you want. I shouldn't have to go, you know, three levels in to do a basic change. And every time you shut the car off, all the safety features turn on, including the ones that I don't like. So it is cool, though. I have to say there's a lot of cool things. They've done a great job with design. They really thought about that. But it, it's missing in, in some of the interface areas where I think the Mach-E really is, if you're looking at electric cars, is probably one of the best ones on the market. Well, and it's running for World Car of the Year, which I'm on that jury as well. Well, that's very cool. We'll talk about all of this next time we talk. Her name is Lauren Fix. Follow her on Twitter. It's great stuff on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, the YouTube channel Car Coach Reports. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. 